How do you say what you mean and mean what you say when you know it's going to stir things up and cause a ruckus? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. We just might be starting a ruckus today, my friends. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And we're talking about standing out amidst the online noise with a message that matters. When you know that everybody's getting attention selling one thing, or saying one thing, and your knowledge and your experience makes you want to shout from the rooftops the exact opposite message. How do you get the cojones to do that? How do you stand alone in your truth? How do you figure out a way to be polarizing with a mindful intent versus polarizing just to be different or to get attention? It can be hard to sort that stuff out. And so today's listener writes in with her question, let's tackle it and I'll find you on the other side. Heather, how is it so easy for you to be controversial? Don't you get nervous stirring stuff up and calling out people for their nonsense? I'd love to have just a day where I could sit still in your confidence and know what it was like to be that poised and self-assured. Oh my goodness, I promise you, if I told my father (laughs) that someone just called me poised, he'd never believe you. I'm not exactly known for poised in these parts, but I thank you for the compliment. I wonder what I would say and who I would say it to. The reason why I ask is because I'm in the wellness space. I help women manage hormonal changes that come with menopause. Being in the space and circles where people are talking about this, I find myself largely staying silent. Sometimes it's because men on LinkedIn are mocking my specialty. Other times it's because there's so much crap out there that only confuses women further and I wish to be the voice of reason. I just never am sure how to do that. I want to call out the falsehoods. I want to call out the sexist comments. I want to keep it simple for women who are already overwhelmed and feeling knackered. Ooh, knackered. (laughs) You must be from across the pond and batty, but this is really hard for me to do. I am weary just thinking about the effort it would take, and I so often just tell myself to shush and let it pass and that I don't need to stir a fight to be seen. Besides, I don't think my ideal client is drawn to conflict anyway, so it's it's easier to keep to myself and let everyone to their own. But squeaky wheels get grease and I need grease. I need new leads and I need new clients. I need to get out there and I know I haven't been doing a good job of that at all. How do I get started? Where do I begin? Okay, so first of all, I you know, I, I think you have a little bit of a story about me that um, it's so easy for me to just go against the grain and call BS. It's not easy to do that. For some people, they like doing it for the attention and it is easy for them because whatever sort of kickback they get, whatever social, um, I don't know, uh, gravitas, if you will, any, you know, sort of vanity metric that they might get from going rogue and having a drop, you know, a mic drop moment like that lights them up. Sometimes I'm in that arena. Sometimes that's me. I have been at times in in my career accused of going rogue. (laughs) And when I was called rogue, I took it as a compliment. Um, so I, 
I, I also know, though, that when I look back on those moments and getting that feedback and taking it as a compliment, that there was ego involved, that I was trying to prove that I was the best at something. I was trying to assert myself. I was trying to, you know, get in the way of folks a little bit. What I am like hearing you say is that that's not who you are, that you've already learned the lesson that it doesn't get you anywhere fast. That's what I had to learn. And I had to learn it the hard way. I had to learn how to not lead with ego, to check myself at the door and to check my intent. But the idea that you have that I might just go off and go, you know, go off into the yonder on my own and speak some sort of hard truth and just say it and have it be easy. That's not really true. And the best thing I can tell you is that I rarely do that impulsively without thinking about it. And so I think that what happens for you in the story you've created is that you see me on social media or you listen to my show and somebody says something and I just kind of go off and you know, offer my two cents. And on the show, you will largely hear me do that because someone has asked for my opinion. Someone has given me permission and welcomed me into that conversation and invited me to share my two cents. It is not so common that I just enter a room where I shout a message from the rooftops that goes against the green of what everybody else is saying. And I think that's the story you have attached to being controversial. That being controversial by speaking the truth, having a truth bomb moment, doing a mic drop moment means you have to get on some kind of pulpit and shout from the top of your lungs, like BS, 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 like that is not the way, that is not the truth. Let me tell you the truth. What I would encourage you to think about is changing the version of events and the way the delivery needs to happen for these truth bomb moments. What you are saying is your ideal client wouldn't be attracted to the drama. Your ideal client is just so just like overwrought by the fact that she's having flashbacks, um, hot flashes in public, or, you know, is having all of these problems with weight gain or changes in her skin that she's not going to like be seeking out people who are in a fight about these things, that she just needs the information and she needs to be armed with what she needs to be doing differently to take care of herself as her body changes so she can get control over it. She's not going to be used to the drama. She's not going to be drawn to the drama. She's not going to want the drama. So for you, my friend, you get a huge old get out of jail free card. You don't have to deliver the truth with drama. You just have to deliver the truth. You have to find your space, your comfort zone, and say, hey, ladies, I got to tell you, you're hearing all of this all over the place. One person is telling you this. Another person is telling you that. It can be really hard to decide what to do. That's why I wanted to start this conversation with you. So you're not saying so-and-so said this and it's total bullcrap. So-and-so said that. It's total nonsense. You're not calling it out. You're not picking a fight. But what you are doing is challenging the information and offering an alternative perspective. And that's all you have to tell your audience you're doing. You can say, hey, listen, you might be hearing from some people that all you need to do to lose weight during menopause is A, B, and C. I'm going to tell you why that sets you up to fail and what I recommend you doing instead. 
pay. Some people might tell you that in order to manage A, B, and C parts of menopause that you need to do D, E, and F. That's simply not true. It's a fear-mongering tactic that some nutritionists or some healthcare providers use to get you to X, Y, Z. Inform and educate the public because in the wellness space, that's your job. So you can, and you get to do that and deliver it in whatever way makes you comfortable. So you don't even have to say so and so says A, B, and C, and it's total bullcrap. All you have to do is start with, hey, met, you know, women struggling with menopause. Did you know D, E, and F? And the way through that is, you know, X, Y, Z. Like all you have to do is supply them with the information, arm them with the facts, and make sure sure they leave with resources for how to stay connected with you, some sort of call to action. But how you do that and how you deliver that gets to be totally consistent with who you are and how you move through the world. You know, the other day on the show when I had like my former client who, you know, was ambitious but single and I had a conversation with her on the show, I kind of went at her a little bit and I did so a little bit forcefully and with a lot of energy and I, I I warned her ahead of time of the release of the podcast episode that I had done that. But I felt comfortable being that bold because I had a prior relationship with her where like if I had like sort of pussyfooted around her, if I had like patted it up a little bit, she would have known and called nonsense on me because that's never how I ever talked to her. So I might not do that with everybody. And I think it's easy and it's interesting to me the letters I get sometimes where people are like, oh, wow, you were really hard on that letter writer. I hope they're okay. And anytime I think that you know, I didn't know enough of an, you know, about the letter writer or I rushed to a judgment or whatever. I'll engage in a quick conversation. I'll send a note and say, Hey, like I, you know, I took your question and ran with it. You know, just take a deep breath before listening. I hope it doesn't hit too hard. And I'll, I'll prepare people for it so that I'm not just like socking them, like, you know, and sucker punching them when they're down. So you get to decide as someone who wants to go against the status quo, as somebody who wants to give an alternative way of looking at this health issue, what do you want to say? What do you need them to know? What should they be doing differently? And how do you want to get that message across? If you do those things and find that the conversions are low, finding that your message isn't resonating, that it's falling on crickets, that you're not connecting or you're attracting a bunch of people who love your information, but they're never going to buy from you, you can deal with that then. But right now, what you have to do is what is your style to inform the public of their misinformation? So my style often when I was a brick and mortar private therapist and now as a podcast host and a coach and a consultant for, you know, established business owners, I call it like I see it because most of the people I work for, like they don't have time to, to have their butts kissed. Like they just, they need to know what they're doing differently so they can get on with their lives. So you know your audience, you know how they have to hear this information so deliver it in that way. You don't ever have to go and say, I disagree with so-and-so, but you do have to disagree. You do have to let people know what you stand for or else they're going to fall for anything, right? Like if you don't give them an alternative point of view, if you don't give them something else to consider, they're going to come up with their own story. They're going to come up with their own truth. And that's the last thing you want. So you just have to figure out knowing your style, knowing your communication, 
position, strengths and weaknesses, what is the best possible way to, you know, deliver that message? And if you are nervous about it, if you are sort of shaky in your shoes about it, you run it by people. Like when I, one of the, I think I shared this on the show but I did the episode um, uh, sometime a month and a half or so ago. Um, but the you know the episode was what do you do when they're never going to buy from you? For me, that felt like a very controversial episode, and I was super nervous about it. So I ran it by a couple of besties. I said, "Hey, listen, I want to do this episode on the show. I want to have this conversation, but you know, ultimately, what I'm going to be doing is calling out people who are probably listening to my show about the fact that." They're going to consume my free content ad nauseum and they're never going to buy from me. Like that feels like I might lose listeners. That feels like it could be gross. That makes me feel bad. And then like, you know, people said, well, if they're never going to buy from you, why do you care if they listen to your show? Why do you care if they're offended? If they're offended and they want to have a conversation with you, they can reach out and you'll have that conversation. But if they're simply going to be offended and go off to Never Never Land, then let them. But I didn't just go off and deliver that, you know, episode. I ran it by a couple of people. So you can do that. You can look at yourself and your message and see what do you need to do to set yourself up for success? How do you need to phrase this for yourself in order to feel like you can firmly stand behind it? When somebody comes at you for having an alternative point of view, for having a different set of events or circumstances, and they want to argue back, what's your plan for that? So many people are afraid of being disagreeable because they don't know what they're going to do if they get called out. Well, if you get called out, what are you going to say? What is the research that you have that's going to back it? What's your experience that's going to back it? Or what are your client stories and testimonials that's going to back it? You don't have to sit in fear of what people are going to say. You can make a plan for it and determine for yourself what you're going to do next as a result. You get to control the narrative. And I think somehow that you have this story that if you're being controversial, if you're going against the grain, that somehow in doing that, you're you're giving up the control over the narrative. You can't control what people are going to think, but you absolutely, and you've heard me say this in recent episodes about communication, you can tell people what you want them to think. Listen, I don't want anybody to feel bad for wasting money on products and services that serve, you know, women struggling with menopause. I just need to tell you that seven times out of 10, women who buy this kind of product don't experience relief. Five times out of 10, women who try to do this to manage their symptoms are largely left frustrated and overwhelmed. All you have to do is share your observations and share the facts and trust your audience to make the decision for them. Because, by the way, that is a much more powerful argument than any of the truth bombs, any of the mic drop moments, is you're just simply going to say, here is the information you need to change your health in your life, beginning, middle, and end. And that becomes its own truth bomb that becomes its own mic drop moment. But the idea that you think that it, you have to put on a face or put on a persona and put on a show, I'm going to call nonsense on that. You get to do it your way, your style. You just have to do it. Thanks so much for reaching out to me. Anybody who's struggling with putting themselves out there, showing up as the boss of your business, this is a great opportunity to get my two cents and my eyes on your business. So send me your questions. You can always find me over 
over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.